This is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and today we're taking a look at the National Football League and systematic racism. You've heard me speak of this before, and we've just witnessed one of the greatest Super Bowls in Glendale, Arizona. And once again, if you are black, you do not get the spoils. To the victor goes the spoils was the term from Andrew Jackson, the seventh president of the United States. And that term was when he wants to appoint cabinet members or people of power. That is his prerogative. And it means if you win, you've got the keys to the car. I will tell you this. Shane Steichen, the new Indianapolis Colts head coach, his resume is skimpy. It is so skimpy. He's the losing offensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Eagles. The losing. Did you see the game? Did you witness that game for four hours? Did you observe the great Eric Bieniemy diagramming, putting up these wonderful plays? He's the offensive coordinator that's won two Super Bowls. I repeat two. Uh, Shane Steichen was the offensive coordinator for the last two years in Philadelphia. He won nine games his first year. He came from the San Diego uh, Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Nothing great was there. A lot of 500 seasons as a quarterback's coach. So does he move the needle? Didn't play in the National Football League. One year, he goes to the Super Bowl. I guess uh, when you have uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you get all the credit because he's a black man. But uh, Byron Leftwich with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers doesn't get that credit with Tom Brady. So I guess the rules are if you're a black quarterback and you're a superstar and you have a white offensive coordinator, you get the credit if you're the white offensive coordinator. I guess that's the National Football League. That's it. I mean, Jalen Hurts, did he really need a great offensive coordinator? Didn't he do well in uh, Oklahoma? Didn't he do well in Alabama? He certainly did. You could have had, uh, you could have had Matt Patricia, the, the immortal Matt Patricia of the New England Patriots as offensive coordinator. And Jalen Hurts would have put up these numbers. He was incredible. And again, uh, Steichen, Steichen, Joe Judge, no resumes, Matt Patricia, skimpy resumes all over, Eric Bieniemy, Brian Flores. This has got to stop because you're watching a game in the National Football League. You expect the best. That's why it is one of the greatest games to watch. The running backs, the wide receivers, the offensive linemen. You don't sit there and say there's somebody better than Antoine Bolden. You don't say there's someone better than Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski or Kelsey. You're watching the very best, but you're not watching the very best coaches. You are not watching the best coaches. Whether it's Rex Ryan, Nathaniel Hackett, Steve Belichick, they're all connected. It's all a family business. Uh, Fritz Shermer, his nephew, uh, Pat Shermer, got the Giants job. It does not. Kyle Shanahan, Got the, uh, his father was Mike Shanahan, got the uh, San Francisco job. But wasn't he up 
28 to 3 in the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator and couldn't do a damn thing calling plays at the end of the game, pass plays when all you need is a field goal, but he got a head coaching job. I can assure you that if Kyle Shanahan were black, he would they would have reneged on that job offer after they were up 28 to 3 and he didn't know when to run the ball, went to kick a field goal, and they ended up losing. But Dan Quinn took the blame. But let's look at Steichen, the, the immortal Steichen, 37 years old, two years as an OC. You lost the Super Bowl. You did not win the Super Bowl. You lost it. And Eric Bieniemy played in the National Football League. He's been with Andy Reid 10 years. So Andy Reid gets all the credit. Patrick Mahomes gets all the credit. And, and poor Eric Bieniemy, who... Andy Reid said twice was outstanding, was outstanding. Andy Reid isn't throwing out those bouquets uh, to Eric Bieniemy, but if you saw that Super Bowl in the second half, you saw those great plays when he put people in motion, diagrammed certain plays. They were absolutely magnificent. They were, you couldn't stop the Chiefs in the second half. And you go with Steichen. It's unbelievable how the National Football League does not hire the best Amazon, Apple, they're all into analytics and measurables. And the measurables, what you can see, the records do not matter for a black man. So do we need a quota system? Do we need a, I repeat, do we need, I'm asking this question, do we need a coach's combine with the NFL network that you get to see the the Sirianis, the Joe Judges versus former players, white or black, I don't care, and see how they stack up. We know that Steve Belichick would not be in the NFL if it weren't for his father. We know that Nathaniel Hackett would not be in the NFL if it weren't for his father, Kyle Shanahan. But why not Megatron? Why not Emmett Smith? Why not Ty Law? Why not Willie McGinnis? And some nitwit sports writer from Sports Illustrated Monday morning quarterback, whatever he is, Albert Brea went on a Boston radio show six weeks ago and suggested, had the audacity to suggest that economics prevent the former black player from getting into coaching in the sense that they would rather have an insurance job. They're never asked. They're never asked. And that Albert Brea is too funny because everything he says he backs it up with statistics and analytics, but yet he throws out that comment. Where's the proof? Where's the 100 black former players, 20 former players that have come to you and said, I was offered a job with the Los Angeles Raiders, I, uh, the LA Raiders, uh, no, the Vegas Raiders. I was offered a job with the Kansas City Chiefs. I turned it down. I didn't want it. You've never heard that because the black athlete and the white athlete have been on internship pay for 20 years before they get to the NFL. They know the dream better than anybody. You work hard, you work hard, you work hard. You take no money in high school. You take no money in junior high. You take no money in college. Well, maybe you do in college. And then you get the million, $2 million payout. They're willing, they see that these coaches, whether it's Shanahan, 
whether it's McVeigh, you work five years. You're going to get $5 million. What industry can you get five? You work five years. And the thing is, they know about the industry. They know it. They love the locker room. They absolutely love the camaraderie of the players. They love it. They can't, they can't get enough of the jock straps. But they're going to turn it down? That Al Davis called them or Rooney or Belichick calls them and says, hey, do you want to come in and be my special assistant? Uh, you're going to have to get the coffee. You're going to have to look at tapes. Oh, come on. And Albert Breer saying it's economics. They wouldn't take it. Bullshit. And uh, we know it isn't because you make so much in the NFL as an OC, as a DC, and if and you know Mike Vrabel, how, you know Mike Vrabel didn't take uh, say no, no, I want to sell insurance. Every former athlete misses the locker room. So it, and but there's no proof. They say these things, and it and it throws you this curveball. Instead of saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, there have been 98 interim coaches in the National Football League. Only two or three have ever won six games during that tenure as an uh, interim coach. Rich Basaki with the Raiders won seven games. John Gruden, who was before him, didn't go to the playoffs. Josh McDaniels didn't go to the playoffs. He did. That's a fact. He went to the playoffs. Where's his job? And uh, where is um, uh, Wilkes, Steve Wilkes uh, with Carolina? He won six games. He took his team to the uh, play-in Playout game versus the Bucks. They lost, and and Tepper, David Tepper, is an analytics guy. He made all his money in Wall Street, and yet he would not go back to the guy that won six games. An interim coach, you're taking over an absolute, an absolute F E M A FEMA situation. It couldn't be any worse. They've traded away talent. They're looking for draft picks. They're tanking the season. And then you win. So my point is this. When you watch the Super Bowl and you see Rihanna and you've, you see blackness at halftime and then you think about the coaches, up oh, they're white. And then you look at the announcers, they're white. And then you look at that wonderful, cushy job that I guarantee you there's 500 black people, former players, former referees, uh, Mike Pereira sitting in the booth. Why didn't they call Johnny Greer? Why didn't they call Mike Carey to have that nice cush job of uh, reviewing plays? Up, oh, nope. It's a position that they think you've got to have brains. So Fox, up, oh, they couldn't have got a black guy. Nope, they couldn't. When it's on merit, you get... Uh, Jalen and Pat Mahomes when it's on merit. And those two guys, one was taken in the second round, a proven winner. And the other guy, when he came out of the um, Texas Tech Red Raiders, they he threw 93, Patrick Mahomes, 93 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. And how the heck could scouts say, we question, I repeat, question his decision-making. There's nothing to question when you're 93 touchdowns in 27. That ratio is unbelievable. It stands the test of time. And this, and it's the same thing with Rick Bisaki winning seven games with the Las Vegas Raiders and going to the playoffs. There's been 16 full-time black coaches. Four have gone to the Super Bowl. So why aren't they copycatting that? No, what the copycat is, the white guy who's 38, 40 years old, 
they're trying to find the next Sean McVay, and these guys have not worked out. Nathaniel Hackett, Joe Judge, Shermer, Ben McAdoo, Steve Spagnoli. They didn't work out. They're hiring people with these skimpy resumes, and it's a white man that says, up, they do a good job. (laughs) But no records. When there's no records, hire the white guy. When there's no records, nothing to see, you're going to hire. But even if there's a winning record, they're still not going to hire the black guy. So we need a coach's combine in the National Football League and the systematic racism, racism that exists in the National Football League. And it goes to the announcers of Fox. It goes right to the, the person they choose, the executives at Fox. The replay uh, analyst has got to be white. It has to be a Mike Pereira. It cannot be, it can't be Mike Carey. It could be Jerry Rice. You think Jerry Rice could do it? I, I, I bet you he could. Uh, he knew the rules pretty well. So that's the way when you watch the Super Bowl, they flood you. Fox will flood you with the halftime show, but the referee in the game is white. The coaches are white. Again, it's being anointed. It's not being proven. Anything that's proven with with measurables, you get a Jalen Hurts and you get a Patrick Mahomes because they proved it. But if it's coaching, it's subjective, they're going to go with the white guy. And you can watch these games and think you're watching the very, very best. You're not. With, with, with the Steve Belichick, Andy Reid's got a son that's in coaching, Kyle Shanahan, Rex Ryan, the list is endless. Gruden, had uh, his grandfather was in the game, and it's not based on merit. Michael Jordan's son is not in the National Basketball Association. Larry Bird's son is not in the National Basketball Association because you have to prove it, and you have to show it, prove it, on videotape, in interviews, and the National Football League needs a coach's combine because the Rooney rule isn't working, merit doesn't work, winning doesn't go anywhere for the black player, black player, black coach, you name it. But you're going to hire a Steve Belichick over a Megatron, an Antoine Bolden, a Larry Fitzgerald, that's what's that's that's it. Entry level. You're going to hire a rugby guy. It does not matter. The Patriots player personnel. Growy. His father was great friends with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick getting his hands on with the Giants and and pushing the immortal Joe Judge on the Giants, and then the Giants coming back to the goat, and he's going to hand him Brian Dable over Brian Flores. Now, as you know, Dable. Looks like he's going to the Hall of Fame in coaching, but that's not the point. The point is they went back to the white guy. The point is they took a, a skimpy resume over, skimp, over a non-skimpy resume, and winning doesn't matter. If you're black, it does not matter. The ceiling in the National Football League, it's not a glass ceiling. It is a complete covering up of the truth that goes on in the National Football League. This is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and I hope to see you soon, and I hope that you'll look at things a little bit outside the box.